Right. Aloha and welcome to Wisdom Dialogue with Hope Johnson coming to you from Hawaiian Paradise Park on the beautiful big island of Hawaii. Yay. 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 Thank you for finding your way back. Those of you who I uh, kicked off, I guess I kicked you guys off because I ended the webinar (laughs) or something like that. (laughs) Anyways, you guys are fast. Thank you for coming back on. I love you. Um, Yeah. None of this is real. That that's uh, that's something that uh, a lady told me today. I thought that was awesome, and it was someone that I was going to do a seller presentation for. They have a house for sale, and um, we were talking about DocuSign because I was like, "Can you DocuSign?" Because that's like something that we do. And uh, and she goes, "That stuff is so stupid. None of that's." That was even real. And I was like, well, none of any of it is real. She's like, yeah, none of any of it is real. (laughs) Anyways, I could totally help out with that. It's no problem at all. Because, like, you know, I'm totally tapped in on the computerizing stuff. (laughs) And I'm like, you got Gmail? She's like, yeah. I'm like, come over. We'll get you signed. (laughs) We'll get you signed. Um, But it's just just so fun because my first... Three real clients. I had one scammer client, apparently. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's just nothing. Yeah. He's just like not around anymore. Yeah. But uh, but all three of my clients that are actually like, you know, like uh, Chayton made an offer on a house. My friend Casey is almost done. Her thing's almost done. She almost bought a house. And then uh, these guys uh, want me to be their real estate agent to sell a house. They all know that the world isn't real. Isn't that so cool? It's like, it's, it's like, uh, it's like, because I am willing to be aware of that, right? I can see it in the world. It's like, because of that, I can see it. And, you know, it's like, first, there was just having faith that that was the truth. I mean, no one was saying it back to me. No one was really saying it back to me. And, you know, there was, there'd be some like uh, people saying, okay, the world isn't real, but then it also is real, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it's not also real. So then it's putting a burden on people to try to be something or try to make it something, right? It's, it's like it's trying to uh, get something from it if it's real, or protect something in it also, if it's real, right? So so those who subscribe to the belief that the world is real, they're the ones that have to go by all of the world's rules, right? So there's this, so there's this book that came out uh, and uh, that's the leader of the whole, uh, the founder, leader, whatever of the whole uh, KW Realty. It's called Millionaire Real Estate Agent. And it's kind of like the manual for the real estate agents, right? And it's got all these kind of steps that you have to follow to be successful, to get sales, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, okay, I'm like, I'm like starting to go through the steps and I'm noticing, okay, which ones don't resonate with me? It starts to show, you know, it's like, I'm just experimenting. I go on experiment. Okay, what what is resonating with me? What isn't reson- resonating with me? And then it's kind of like okay. And also, 
how much do I want to be in front of a computer? Right. It's like, it's, it's like, it's all, it's all a matter of, of a joyful feeling. And you, you, you notice that in the moment. No, you notice that in the moment. Like, like for me, I just noticed, okay, I don't even really know what I want. I just noticed that in the moment I can tell what is joyful. I could tell what is appealing. Okay. And, and, and really it's like, I don't even, uh, get moved to take action. If it doesn't feel inspired, even if it's on a schedule, even if it's this, even if it's supposed to get me something in the future, because there isn't a future. Right. And, and it's fun because I just find myself in the most magical fairy land type situations uh because it's just like it's allowed to be so this morning there was a meeting that's a it's like a monthly meeting and you know it's like you're really encouraged to go and all this stuff and i was like okay i'll I'll go to the monthly meeting so i got my computer it's in kona so i got my computer and i go and i'm gonna go i go log on for it and i'm like in there for about five minutes and then i'm like you know what I can't hear what they're saying here. And it just felt kind of like a strain to be in is to stay there. You know, there's just, there's a sense that there is a strain to be in that situation. So it's just like the, the next thing I know, it occurred to me, is like, is there something else that's better for me to be doing than this? And it's like, Yes, go talk to that guy who just texted you right before this meeting about wanting to sell his house. And I'm like, boop, close the computer. <laughs> right? It's just like there's a there's a feeling and then there's a like a willingness and allowance. But see, we're trained, we're programmed to believe we have to go through stuff that we don't feel inspired to do right? Uh, a, a lot of this too is putting you on a schedule where you're supposed to send these certain amount of things out every week. You know, you make a goal where you're supposed to send these certain certain amount of things out every week. And every week, you know, it's gone by maybe like six weeks or something like that. I just can't even bring myself into playing that. <laughs> like not even, it's like not, not even feeling uh, inspired or joyful to go into that. So, you know, it's like, uh, what, what feels fun? Uh, go, when I go out to eat at Sweet Cane Cafe, hanging some signs up, put or not some signs, some business cards up, like right on their little cork board, right? Someone grabs it from there. Go on Facebook, make a Facebook post. Go to that family reunion, big ass party over in Vegas, right? That's also what they call a strategy. It's like all these agents strategizing on each other. But it works. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like uh it, it's like what i see occurring is this idea that we have to and we're not going to be successful unless we follow in this guy's shoes to be successful and there's a sense of pressure you know i notice it i i can sense it there's a sense of pressure and then the the real estate um trainers and stuff like that they're really good at handling it because they make it really light even though there's so much pressure that's automatic that's kind of like just built in i notice my mind go right to that i'm like oh no we'll have none of that we'll be blocking that out <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> but you know, the sense of pressure, I love getting the sense of that I'm being pressured, that there's pressure on me because getting the feeling of it allows me to see that it's not a reality. Like it's just not there. It seems to be there because I wanted to be there because I wanted to get a feeling that I was being pressured. That's all. So, so it's like when I see the situation as it actually is, the action just takes care of itself where I find myself uh, in, in like, you know, visiting this guy in Volcano who's got this magical fairyland in Volcano, nice little paths going through all kinds of fern, uh, all kinds of ohia that's super healthy, beautiful. It just like it, it reminded me of of uh, of fairyland over on Hinalo Street, but up in Volcano. It had hidden areas. It was like acreage. It was totally secluded. No hearing any traffic anywhere or anything like that or neighbors or anything. Um, yeah. And it's just it's just magical. All these different well-built little areas and just so nice for hanging out and just chilling out. And, you know, I'm like, yeah, that's 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 it that's the kind of and you know what i even like doing those contracts those are fun too i mean that it that's that's interesting and fun but the part about uh selling people and talking a certain way right that's not going to occur like you know and also you know telling someone what their house is worth. Like this guy, he has all these awesome, different, awesome structures. And he's telling me, I want this much for it. And I was like, I can list it for you for that much. I think unless someone like in my coach thing says, nope, you can't list it for that. I doubt it. But it's like, if he wants it for that amount, that's, uh, that's great. It's like, we're just dreaming. I'll list it for whatever you want. <laughs> Uh, what I notice in my experience is the more that I'm just like relaxed about whatever the outcome is, the more I'm just enjoying my experience. So the more I just, I seem to be, you know, uh, you know, to, to people who are looking at me, I seem to be lucky, right? It's like, it's like, oh, you know, now I find myself over, over there. And, you know, the other day it occurred to me that uh, what if I found myself in jail? You know, again, that's a that that's a fun one for me. What if I found myself in jail? And it's like, and it's like, oh yeah, and I could just like, there goes my mind imagining myself being in jail. And I know what's going on because it's the ego trying to make me afraid of jail. Afraid of jail brings you to basically situations that feel like jail, right? So it's basically afraid of self-imprisonment because no one can imprison you, right? <laughs> so, 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 so watching that, and I love how it is because I just get the sense that, and the more and more I see it over, over and over again, I just get the sense that jail is freaking blissful, right? Even though it's cold, they say it's cold. I bet you, I, I bet you if I show up in there, it's warm though. You know, <laughs> that day their air conditioner didn't work real well or something. <laughs> I'll show up with some essential oils. I'll most likely have essential oils on me. Oh, they take all that stuff, huh? Anyways. 
I don't know why I would get arrested. I don't know why something that like that would come up. Like, I don't really have a reason for that. Um, but it's just it, it's just funny because that is a, a a thing that plays in the back of everyone's consciousness. And they don't they don't realize it for the most part. because They just go, oh, no, no. Uh, unless they think they did something, they'll go, oh, no, no, no. That's not going to get me because I didn't do something. Right. I didn't do something that was illegal. I've been following all the rules. I wore a mask and everything. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my goodness. So 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 I'm sitting there with the uh, two potential sellers. Right. And one of them's like an older lady, maybe in her uh, 70s. And she goes, what about all that woke shit? I'm like you're awesome, uh, and, uh, and and then and then she just keeps on going about it, and and uh, and I and and so then I start I start playing in a character, you know, I'm like yeah, here's how we're gonna sell your house, here's how we're gonna do, we're gonna go, we're gonna go. This is a non woke fairyland, you you know, you can't. We're not gonna we're not gonna sell it sell it to you if you're woke, and you know the phone rings, and I'm like. I'm like, Hope Johnson, and they ask me about this house, and I go, are you woke? And they go, what does woke mean? I'm like, well, is your hair blue? <laughs> is you, Are you driving an electric car? <laughs> are you wearing a mask? <laughs> Do you have pronouns? <laughs> And you know what? It's funny because if someone's if if I go to someone's houses and they're the opposite, like they're like the epitome of woke, let's say (laughs) their place and they got the blue hair and they got the and the whole thing. And and uh, and and they're and they want to and they want to make fun. I'll go into character with them, too. I don't mind. It doesn't matter to me. I mean, everything is just for having fun, you know, and and whatever it is. And, you know, and, and, you know, it's so sweet because. Uh, she would she would say something about you know something that seems bad it seems bad in the world right let's say and like kind of like in a lamenting way right and and I go you know what in a meaningless thing in a meaningless world meaningless things can only bring you joy <laughs> you know she already told me basically it doesn't mean anything it's a meaningless world right. So if it's a meaningless world, here's the thing. You could be saying it's a meaningless world, but then demonstrating that it's a meaningful world if you're lamenting anything in it. Because if you know that it's a meaningless world, then every meaningless thing will be a cause for joy. Isn't that so fun? So if that's not the case, that means that you're taking a meaningless world as if it's a real world. So that includes all the apparent killing that you seem to uh, perceive, okay? So we get it in all different ways, the perception of killing, right? People say it to us, whatever. People say, hey, what about that war where this many people, or whatever, Right. So, so getting the, getting that perception, we all get it in different ways, right? As people are dying, 
uh, on the apparent planet. <laughs> we all get that. We all get that in all different ways. Um, so when we get that perception, the joy in having that perception is that it is not real in that it is a meaningless perception, meaning it's a misperception. That is the joy in it. I mean, even if someone's coming around slashing up people all in front of you, <laughs> I know <laughs> it's extreme, but you know, you're, you're dealing with all kinds of smaller things. Like today I was dealing with block therapy website. Wasn't working. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so, so to me, that's my go, someone going around slicing people up in front of me. Basically it's the same thing. <laughs> it really is. I, you know, I say that and laugh, but it really actually is the same thing because it's just one misperception. Right. So it could be it, it could be showing up at all, all different kinds of ways. Right. And it was funny because because uh, I, I so I so I look on Facebook because there's block therapy group on Facebook. Right. So I go to the block therapy group and someone's going, hey, where's this new feet thing? Then they do this new all things feet coming out, which sounds delicious. And uh, and I go, oh, they probably crap crash the, the system. So then. I find myself typing in a comment, just kind of like a snub, like, fuck you guys for not having your tech taken care of. <laughs> I just typed it into the comment bar, right? And then I noticed, I don't want to say that to myself. You know, so then I just erased it. And I'm still feeling like, fuck fuckers 50 bucks a month and then you know of course i'm just bringing everything to the truth because it's like fucking 50 bucks a month and it's just like i'll take that that thought and go money isn't even real i'm just projecting this money thing so i can get this feeling i'm projecting this whole thing <laughs> that's what i mean it's just like you just use it like that see in the moment it's not real clear that it is that, that what it is because there is a trigger up you know, it's like, I want my black, my block therapy. And then there's also, I don't really know what I want. If I, uh, if I, you know, and the thought occurred to me, the block therapy I don't have is the block therapy I don't need. <laughs> right? And so it goes to anything. You could use anything. It does not matter what it is. And there's not anything that's off limits. <laughs> ah what do i have here cosmic journey from miracle botanicals ah oh, yeah mm. oh my goodness you want some cosmic journey yeah there you go. That's the thing, not knowing what I want in the world, I can know. I can't know what I want in the world because it's too complicated. Okay? It's just it's made too complicated for me. My mind is much simpler than that. Right? 
but I know what feeling I would rather have in the moment. I can tell that, right? I can tell what feeling I would not have. That's for sure. <laughs> Pressure, for instance. So I would not keep that. I would not resist it, right? I would block it out in terms of, in terms of block therapy. <laughs> but, you know, for me, block block therapy is a way of uh, it, encouraging the the opening to it. It's almost like this is where you're not letting it in. The block can kind of show you where you're projecting resistance, not letting it in, right? And you can kind of like relax around that pressure. That's what I like. That's what I like about it. Um, but just to just a willingness, even if you're not like going to block therapy or some kind of pressure therapy, that's not always the case. Um, just willingness to not resist that feeling, but also notice that you would not keep it. So you will not pursue thoughts that prop it up. Right? That's how that's that's what happens for me. That's why I love a, a trigger. I love an upset feeling. Because it shows me it's like it's and it's an it's an area of release. It's an area where it's ripe for release. That's all. An upset feeling is here. Okay. What am I believing? What is it what is it that I'm using to imprison myself today? Right? What thought is it that I'm using? And and may I be released from that? It's like, yes, you may. <laughs> like, mother may I, yes, I may. <laughs> it's just, it's a matter of asking to be released from it, right? Because it's like from your point of view, you can't release yourself from it because you're making things true that are holding you to it. So it's just like. May I be released from it? It's like you can't, you can't, from your point of view, from your perspective, you're holding concepts that are making it real and then trying to make it better. You know, like one of my friends said today, she's waiting for her money to come so she can uh, close escrow. The seller already signed and now she just needs her money to sign. So she's apparently. From the story she told me, I know it's not true, anxiously awaiting the money, right? And, oh, I know things will get better because things will start moving along. And I'm like, no, that's not why you're upset, right? Uh, go back to that lesson. You're never upset for the reason you think, right? That is not why you're upset. You're, you're upset because you see a meaningless world. And this is a meaningless escrow. And as your real estate agent, I'm not one bit stressed about the outcome. <laughs> okay. I may get 10 grand. I may get zero. Everything's the same because it only occurs in a dream. The only, the only thing that I can really get that's, uh, that's that's really good for me that's really beneficial for me is uh, out of like out of my reflection is that reflection of the love that i'm extending that's really all that i can get 
That's the only gift. It's like as as much as I'm extending love, that's how much I'm going to perceive, reflected, and that's the only gift, right? So everything else is just for the play of that. It's not like I need to be supported in the world in order to do that thing or by the world. I'm supported in the world. That's not a, an issue. But I don't need to be by be supported by the world and I don't need to be supported on the world's terms. Right? I could be my own real estate agent or else I'm no real estate agent. I don't even care about that either. Right? It's like I'm my own real estate agent or I'm no real estate agent. I guess because really the real estate agent character is just given over to the Holy Spirit. That's how I have it. The whole character, that whole thing, that whole character, whatever it earns, whatever it, uh, whatever, whatever it does, whatever uh, interactions, it's like uh, it has no value to me other than serving the Holy Spirit's purpose, <laughs> which I can, uh, which I can uh, know in the moment only. I can know what it is in the moment because it's, uh, you know, you can even take it. Like if you, if you hear the word Holy Spirit and you, you know, and you, you don't like the word Holy Spirit, substitute it with joy. That's a good one. Substitute it with joy. How about that? That's what it that that's what it it feels like to me. Welcome. Thank you for joining. Oh, aloha, Ruby. What fun. Thank you for joining, Ruby. Ruby was uh was around me uh way back, maybe like 2011 or 12 or something like that. Um she was hanging out with me and my kids a little bit. She was staying in the Buddha shack a little bit, I believe. That was fun. Or maybe the fairy cabin, one of those. Um, yeah, that was fun. Thanks, Ruby. Thanks for joining. You're awesome. So another thing where it just like made me pause, I just had a pause, was... Uh, when I read something about, oh, I'm just going to look at it because it was so good. Let's see. Whoa. Oh, people aren't like me, apparently. They post a lot more. Like, oh, here we go. <laughs> All right. I'm so glad people aren't like me. How fucking boring would that be? <laughs> All right. So uh, here's the here's the thing that kind of gave me pause, right? The symbolism of the goddess is not parallel structure to the symbolism of God the Father. The goddess does not rule the world. She is the world manifest in each of uh, in each of us. She can be known internally by every individual in all her magnificent diversity. Isn't that fun? I love this. It's like, uh, I was like, yeah, that's, that's, that's it. It is not parallel. It is that, that, that symbolism isn't. 
And the symbolism of God the Father is the ruler of the world. Okay? Now, who do you want to rule the world? God the Father or God is the world? <laughs> okay, that's the first one. That's the first question that comes to mind. Okay, but it's, it's great. It's like lays it right out right there. It's like, yeah, that's basically manifest in each of us. Now, look, when you get uh, worldly feelings, which is all the feelings that you're projecting onto your body, right? Those aren't of God, the father who rules the world. Right. Those are ego. All the feelings that you project. OK, that's the manifest world. So, yes, she is the world manifest in each of us. She can be known internally by every individual. Okay, basically, she's reflecting a wayward mind. She's reflecting that to us. And then she's coming through feeling and she's coming through manifestation. Right. So, uh, you know, I know a lot of people look at this a lot differently, though. A lot of people look at this a lot differently. You know, they think in terms of God, the bad, bad, mad dad. <laughs> who's who's about ready to punish you and who rules this can you imagine if god the father ruled this world that we perceive or we perceive death and stuff like that this is not the world he rules that's the thing and we all want the world he rules we really want the world he rules you know why because we rule it with him <laughs> It's, it, it's, it's, a, there's only one of us and we rule in perfect love. Okay. There's not a, there's not even a, we, I just use that because we seem to be, we, <laughs> we seem to believe we're, we, <laughs> we seem to believe we're a, we, but we're not really a, we we're one. <laughs> so, uh, so, you know, and I know, I, I know, um, even, even, Probably the person who posted this takes it in a way. We don't want that ruler, God, the father, that fucker. Look at him punishing everyone, killing everyone. Fuck that guy. We're going with the goddess. Right. So 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 it's all symbolism. So look what happens. Uh, you know, there's a there's this there's this sense like you're going to you know, this world is too much for you. Who are you going to go to? Where are you going? The goddess, what's she going to do? She is that. <laughs> what's she going to do for you? <laughs> she can't help you. <laughs> Same. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's like we have worshiping the goddess. We have goddess temples and stuff like that. This that this is this is great. I never even even noticed there was always something about it that I was just kind of like, hmm, that just doesn't feel right. This goddess worship, but see, the, the, since the world is symbolic like this, right? It's set up like this. Like we don't want that ruler because he's a mean ruler. He's a bad ruler. But we're attributing God the Father to the creator of a world that we're imagining a world that's based on fear that's that's the that's the world we think we rule right you know that song everybody 
Everybody wants to rule the world. Well, we do. In truth, we were, we rule the world in perfect love with God. All right. Uh, but when we when 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 we believe that we're separate, we're wanting. We're actually wanting to rule the world. We're wanting things to go our way. Same thing. We're wanting people to behave how we think they should behave. We're actually wanting to rule the world, right? And we are ruling the world in our perception. We're making all this stuff occur. We have no control over how it occurs, how it looks, the circumstances, all that kind of stuff. But we have total control over whether we would make it a reality and use that to project an ill feeling on ourselves. You know, that's whatever, whatever we're projecting on ourselves and we're taking as if it's real, that's basically our future. That's how you could tell the future. You don't even need a crystal ball. You just tell the future. Two thousand eleven. Oh, Ruby's back. Oh, two thousand eleven. Blaze recently connected with you. Oh, how fun, Ruby! That is so exciting. And I met you at the Milk and Honey Farm. Yeah, back in the day. I don't even think that's a thing anymore. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, yeah. I saw Ruby. This is a time. Uh, this was a time back when two thousand eleven. Wow, Ruby. I was going through it at that time. I know you know you saw some of it too. Um, I had these two little kids, cute ass little kids. Right. Uh, but I was just trying to get away from them. Like anything I could do. I was like, I just have to get, I have to get time away. I need space. I need time away. I see Ruby. She's working over there at the milk and honey farm. And I start talking to her a little bit. And then she's like, and I'm like, Hey, I'm looking for someone who can like, do stuff for me. So that's how Ruby ended up. And she, she was staying at my place. She made, I, I don't know, I forgot where she was staying there, but she was staying in my place. And oh my gosh, that was so fun, Ruby. Thank you for doing that. That was so amazing. I, I know, I don't remember the exact details, but I know we had some like really fun times. <laughs> but, and some of them very triggered too. I know that. <laughs> Thank you for playing. I just remember something about someone being left on the side of the road and having to walk a long way or something like that. <laughs> uh, it's all love. It's all love. Uh, so... Every time, and other thing is, every time we get triggered together, it could, we could use it to bring ourselves, each other closer, right? We don't have to uh, make it so that it's like, okay, well, now you got triggered, then uh, you're this way. No, don't don't give anyone a label because everyone's you. So if they did some kind of trigger or they went, ah, and went crazy or something like that, um, everyone's you, so don't give them any any kind of label. No one's wrong. No one did anything. If you're fiery, you're going to have triggers come up with people. It's like your fire just needs to be put out. Just chill. <laughs> it's not them at all. They just help you bring it up to the surface. 
She said, it was all good. The whole experience. You just moved there. Yeah. Yeah. It was really amazing. Thank you, Ruby. I appreciate you. Yeah, it's also good. Everything we go through together is also rich, right? We're always uh, we're always in this fluctuation too. Always in this flux, and you know, it's like for me those first four years from 2010 to 2014 were so fiery. It was just nothing was right. You talk about wanting to rule the world. The world was not going my way, in my view. Things are just not 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 lining up the way I had hoped them to line up. My husband wasn't performing in the way I wanted him to perform. <laughs> My kids were would not shut the fuck up. You know, it was like that. So you know, and and one time my son Blaze gave me the best reflection because we're cruising in the car, and this is all the way back in California. We're cruising in the car, and Bron's back there, and he's screaming, crying because. The sunlight is in his face. It seems like the sunlight is in his face in a way that's just totally bothering him. And every day when I pick him up from daycare, the sun would be in his face in that particular way. And he'd just be crying every time. <laughs> I even put a little screen there. It didn't matter. It was just like California sun. I don't know if you've ever experienced that five o'clock sun at a certain time of the air, just kind of like right there. So Blaze, Blaze just goes, Mom. When is Braun just going to grow up and shut the fuck up? And I go, Blaze, you are my boy. <laughs> That's exactly what I've been thinking. <laughs> I'm like, it's going to occur. He's going to grow up. <laughs> He's going to do it. It's like, and see this programming, it gets handed down because we can't help it. Right. Even if you're trying your best not to program your kids at all, like you don't have to uh, because it's just like they they see you and they're reacting and it's all energetic. So so, it, you know, it showed me, wow, that that sense, that's what I really need to go into that sense, like shut the fuck up. That would be something that would come up in my mind. You know, it's just like I was telling you about the block therapy guys like. Like, hey, what the, why doesn't this thing work? You know, <laughs> and, and it's like, well, I don't even have anything to say in a situation like that, where it seems like someone has done me wrong or not li lived up to my expectations, right? I don't have anything to say except thank you, right? And, you know, there's some there's some people who are afraid of those gaslighter personalities. There's some gaslighter personalities, I guess. Okay, where you're, you'll go, hey, uh, you did this and this and this to me, and they'll be like, oh, but it's your only only your own perception. I didn't do any of that stuff to you, actually. Fucking be thankful to them too. You're right. Thank you. Look how hard that is, because you're like that fucking asshole. But just look at how hard that is, and look at just kind of like lean into being thankful for it. And, and notice, like, even just imagine it, even just imagine, uh, you know, go on, go with me on this little trip where you're, where someone's like, you know, let's say they just, they just came up and they fucking stepped on your toe and you go, Hey, you just stepped on my toe. Oh no, I didn't. You're just having a misperception. Right. And, and, and all of a sudden you're like, fuck that. Oh, gaslighter. Oh, 
and you realize, oh shit, that person's helping me. It's kind of like lean into what that would be like if you saw that they were helping you and you genuinely felt grateful for it. Oh my God, you're right. Thank you. It, no, it's not asking them to do it again. Please do it again. This is what the ego says. Thank you. Please do it. Yeah. Right. Thank you for reminding me. You're right. You didn't do it. All right. Breathe that off. Right. <laughs> just being just just being authentic with it. Right. This is this is what it is. We are dreaming. You know, it's like trying to get other people to not gaslight you is a never ending battle. It's just going to keep on going like that. Right. Right. Now, you know, uh, you know, for me, I haven't found myself. I would not be opposed to it. I would not be opposed to telling someone, uh, let's say you let's say you got into a car accident, an apparent car accident with them. Hey, you just hit my car. No, I didn't. You're having a dream. And we're dreaming. There's nothing happening here. Right. I'm not opposed to that. Uh, but, you know, like what from what I've seen is missed mishaps and whatever stuff like that. Oh, are you okay? It's not like you're dreaming or something like that. You are, but it's the it's like, you know, uh feeling feeling into the world and feeling into what's joyful, right? Feeling into it and feeling into what's joyful. Uh it just it just feels uh feels more in line with what makes me feel good to uplift people. So if it's not uplifting, I normally am not finding myself saying it. I say normally because there's always exceptions, right? I mean, there are there are moments where I say something and it visibly, noticeably triggers a person. But then that's also just a game. It always just comes back around to love, right? Because I notice whenever someone's triggered, they're just kidding. Whenever someone seems like they're angry at me, they're just kidding, right? Actually, I'm getting a perception of them being angry with me because I wanted to see it like that. Yay, Ruby. Ruby says, I'm still here with you and growing, life-changing. Yay. Thank you, Ruby. I love you. I'm so grateful. Me too. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like we make an agreement together. May you know it's like whenever we whenever we interact, that's the effect of an agreement we made with each other <laughs> to interact. It's really amazing. It's really sweet. You know, no matter what seems to be occurring in the illusion, we are here on purpose, you know, are we're perceiving this, we're making this interaction, we're having this intersection on purpose, right? We're not really here as in here in a dream or here in a, in, in this illusion uh, with a world wrapped around us. <laughs> it's funny. There's a body in the middle and it's surrounded by a world. <laughs> And other bodies come into ex its experience and they either are a threat to it or a benefit. 
<laughs> according to the according to the felt perception. That's the felt perception. See? So back to that post about the mother. The goddess does not rule the world. She is the world. And she loves being ruled in perfect love. She just doesn't know it. She's rebellious right now. <laughs> She's afraid God's got a big stick. And it's not his dick. It's something else. <laughs> Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, okay, what was okay? Now you're going to be oh a future oh I'm going to be your realtor. Oh, how fun! I love it. I will do that. Uh, maybe you'll take a look at this one that's coming up in volcano. Man, it is. It, it's it's great for someone who just wants to like retreat and be in nature. And have like something that was built with love. Like the person, one of the owners has, has been building and he's building with solid wood. It smells good. It's got a huge sauna. It's got like a sauna like you'd have in a hotel that size. And then you go in there and it's like the aroma is just like, oh. <laughs> oh. Orgasmic. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, yeah, when I go to A Course in Miracles meetings, too, all of you guys are in A Course in Miracles meeting. You all know this, who are sitting with me here in person. Uh, it is local here in HPP. Um, yeah, so so a handful of people, maybe about half of the people, maybe more, read the book from a, a female perspective. No, not a female, a unisex, unisex pers perspective, yeah. genderless. That's what it is genderless perspective um you know and changing the words and stuff like that in the in the book so of course when i read it i just read it the way it is because for one thing i don't give a fuck for two that's easier for me i can like sit there and absorb it without changing anything right um when other people are reading i'm actually changing the words in my mind as i read and it's like a little bit adds a little bit of a layer to get the message right but you know what i mean to like rock because when you're reading a course in miracles it's not <laughs> you guys think the things i say sound complicated try reading a course in miracles so <laughs> yeah yeah so uh so, so yeah i and and i know i noticed that you know and and the people who read it like that they admit Okay, there's an issue with the God, God the Father, and all the and all the He's. There's an issue. It doesn't resonate, right? Is that what you're saying, Kaimalino? Because no. Kaimalino is like that. I, I guess it doesn't resonate to me because I know of others who I'm projecting who seem it doesn't resonate with them. So that's what, there we are. I did it. Nice. So that sweetness take that away. Right. It also helps me with knowing there's no gender. There's no gender, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. So, so I've definitely heard from at least one other person in the group that goes, 
I can't do the God, the father and the he and all that kind of stuff. Right. Yes, exactly. Getting triggered by it. So the getting triggered by it, too, I see because the symbology of God, the father is the ruler of the world. Mm -hmm. That's the symbology of it. Okay, so that's what we uh, uh, that's what we naturally and that's why that's why we give men certain uh, attributes like that like we have we've changed that a whole bunch you know uh but we have given men like they're the head of the household they make the rules they do this they do that that's why that kind of projecting right uh now 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 look at it. at this point it's like it's not like that for most people at least in the usa that i see no one's no one's doing that uh father rule at least not as much anymore so you don't have to have that kind of projection, but it's still naturally it's programmed, right? So, you know, of course, in miracles, it's like perfect for the way the mind is programmed to see. And it's like, yes, you're right. You're right. God, the father is the ruler of the world. He's just not the rule of ruler of the world you made. He's the rule of the world, ruler of the world you want, but you thought you couldn't have. So you chose this one out of duress, right? He's actually, and you know, in, in this, in this illusion with this mind, the way that it's programmed, we perceive two, right? We perceive two. So when we when we think about it that way, it's not a a a, a it or a um, we if we call it an it, it takes away <laughs> from it. I know for me, and I've heard from other people too, when it's referred to as it, the source is referred to as it. You know, it's like so so he makes a lot of sense, and it's just like a, a mind that's being ruled by ego to want to change the message to seemingly make it okay and make it better what happens though it very slyly and craftily gets reinterpreted in a way that makes it just something on the surface just a game just something just keep it a game Keep it just something on the surface and not something where I can really see through. I can use this illusion to see through because I know that there's something that's that's greater than this limited perception that I've given myself. And I know that that something is me. It's not in it's it's not in the. Um, it's like, yeah, and I I also have gotten the sense too of this uh like a like wisdom being a penetrating it's like a penetrating power or a, te- a penetrating force, which is how we get all this symbology with the man having a penis. It's like it, we we feel this and we make stuff up out of it. We're making stuff up out of it 
we feel this energy. It's like, it's like, it's like, yeah, God wants to penetrate you. Right. And it's like, as this scared ego driven personality, it's totally afraid of that. But really, and you know, I've had glimpses of it too. It's ridiculously, it is like that. It's like, boom. It's like, it's almost like you, you've just been, uh, uh, you're, it's almost like you've just been made love to, let's say. It's like, it, it's like, it just really, it, the, when the spirit comes over you like that is like that. So it's like this sense, like there's like, it's a bad thing. Like, this is a bad thing. No, it's that, that's what you want. It, you know, if you're allowing the spirit to overtake the, the spirit to penetrate you, right? Uh, you're in, in total bliss and that's, that's your future. And total bliss is your future because you're allowing that right now, right? So we're using these different words and things to keep things apart from us, right? There's a, there's, there's a reason why even the Bible is written in a certain way. There's a reason why it's written in a certain way. And it is enlightened. You just have to have the eyes to see. <laughs> that's, you know, that's what Jesus said too. You have to have the eyes to see. This is just like A Course in Miracles is, but that's not what's going on. So to give an example, Someone in A Course in Miracles told a story about a, a boy shooting a windshield out, right? Uh, we heard a story about a boy shooting a windshield out. And what happened was the boy goes, or it didn't happen, but what seems to happen, and I'm only projecting for uh, the purpose of teaching and learning, the boy seemed to shoot out her windshield with a BB gun. And you could probably imagine you're driving down the street and all of a sudden, do I just keep driving? Yes, I do. <laughs> probably. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. So anyways, it, it ends up the parent brings the boy over to her to apologize and um, he's going to have to pay for it and all this different stuff like that. Anyways, the person says, well... And you know we can only do the best we, we can do. That's that that comes to the way that we way we think because of the choices that we make. As well, and you know it was really sweet. She said, "I know you're not going to do that again, right? I know you're not going to do that again." And it's and 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 uh, and then she tells a story about how someone else did the same thing, and then they never did it again. And that's why she knew he was never going to do it again. So this is not what a course in miracles teaches it's really sweet it's super sweet it's way sweeter than fuck you you little bastard shooting people's fucking windshield out right okay so this is not quite what a course in miracles teaches though a course in in miracles would it would teach that you would reflect to that person that they never did anything it's okay nothing happened a boy is upset keep the money right uh, right you know you get, get the money they give you the money here you go. Oh, you got to pay it back. Here you go. Give it back to them. Nothing happened, right? Nothing even happened. Um, because that is the kind of manifestation that comes out of a feeling that nothing happened. 
And that's what you want. You want to feel, you want that. You want to feel that like nothing happened. And so to feel like nothing happened yourself, when it seems like someone has done something to you, someone has trespassed to you, that's where you reflect that nothing happened. There's nothing to pay for because nothing happened. See, it, it's like it, it's like as if when we find ourselves in these situations, it's like as if the world is real. As if I if I act like nothing happened, then that's going to put me and other people at risk of having their 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 windows shot out by boys with BB guns. Right? That's the that's the ego story, though. Right? Nothing. See, nothing happened. So the thing is, it's like the the miracle seems to go out of reach for people. Even after probably probably lots and lots of years of studying A Course in Miracles and maybe more than me, I don't know. Um, but it's like, the, it's like there's no getting past that um, unwillingness unless there's willingness. Right. And it's like, if God, the father rules the world, then none of this stuff that's manifesting the manifest world doesn't mean anything. What manifests in the world doesn't mean anything. And I want the world that God rules, the world that I rule with God, both God and goddess and everything else the world goddess and world basically what they're saying is that it's one thing that's basically what people are saying it's one thing you know look at what it what is the symbology of of a goddess too it's like receptive right it's receptive it's reflective that's reflecting our mind it's not like uh something to be abused or treated mean or anything like that. It's to be loved because of what it's for. Ah. <laughs> So depression comes in when people see that the world isn't real, but then they feel like they're trapped in it. That's like a, you know, the, there's the there's the desire for God and heaven that God put in your mind immediately. When you made a desire for the world meaningful, because you can't have a desire for this world. It's not possible. You know, you don't even need a, de a desire for God because you're with God. But since you're making an illusory world, God is like, I'll put a desire for me in there. There's one desire for God in there that's more powerful and more alluring to you, actually. Than all of the other desires in the world. And it's constantly uh, calling you to awaken. And all of your experiences, everything that you go through, everything you seem to go through, 
You're only going through patterns of thought, <laughs> not going through anything in the world. And everything you seem to go through is all for your awakening. And you know what? It's working. It's totally working. It's been working all along. It's just that at this point, it's quickening. You know, you're, you you reached a certain threshold where you can see over the horizon. And your experiences are just going to keep on. And the more and the more you're willing to use them in the way that they're meant to be used, the faster it'll go. So the more you're willing to use that experience. Oh, you didn't. Oh, no, he didn't do anything. He's okay. Oh, you want to give me some money for the windshield? Okay. Oh, he's going to have to pay it back out of uh, out of working. Oh, here you go. Just give that back to them. (laughs) What the ego is so afraid of is that you're going to have bad people running around if you're forgiving them. We got to teach him a lesson. We got to make sure he realizes that if he does this again, you know, he's going to have to suffer the consequences again. We can't teach him that he didn't do anything. That'll make him irresponsible. Yeah, I forgive you. Yeah. Forgiveness to destroy. Right. That was a really good example of forgiveness to destroy. Now, that's not wisdom dialogues. And I didn't get the sense that that particular person was looking for any feedback. (laughs) So, uh, so, so, you know, it's like. Uh, in a in a sense like in a in a situation like that compassion just extends that's all it's like there's not it's not like you know that's fucked up or they should do better or something like that compassion just extends because the reflection is of me and it's giving me an opportunity to see it's like it's it's like to make that decision again in my mind what would you do right what would you do? What would the Holy Spirit have me do? Right? It's always, what would the Holy Spirit have me do? That's the kind of things I like to think about. You know, when when a scenario pops up, it's like, oh, what would the Holy Spirit have me do in that situation? And then it just comes easier and easier and easier. It's so obvious. It's just right there. Oh, okay, here's what it is. And then the the feeling, the resistant feelings to telling the truth, basically resistance to telling the truth for fear of death, that calms down. It's kind of like the willingness to go through that allows it to feather away, almost like a like a like feathering away a, a big hard mound that's like, argh. I want to protect myself from people who would do me wrong. Companies that would rip me off. Governments that try to rule me. Real estate agents that try to strong arm me. Lovers who rebuke me. (laughs) Lovers who rebuke me. Yeah. See it that way. 
instead of using it for separation, they purchase it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. So, so my son Blaze, you guys know he moved out. Oh. Uh, he moved out December first, and he's doing still doing tour guides up the Mauna, and also. Um, he's in his fourth year of college, so he's um, in his second semester of his fourth year now, and he's super stoked. He has a girlfriend, and <laughs> I know when Blaze used to live with me, and we were going through a time when he was having some really good uh, 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 emotional. You know, I, I was I was really I was laughing through the whole thing, and also taking care of Blaze too, but. It was just so funny. He had all these different things. He would come up with the hemorrhoids ones. Remember the hemorrhoids episodes? And oh, it was so fun. And punching a hole in the wall and just all kinds of emotional stuff coming up there for maybe about a year and a half, maybe even longer than that. But it just got very comical after a while um, because, you know, I just kept on meeting it with the same energy, even though I didn't see any change over time, right? I just kept on <laughs> until one day he just turned around and goes, whoa <laughs> how does she do that <laughs> and you know he just like really softened up and really lightened up around me um you know just it really started being super sweet so um i don't really have any of those explosive stories that used to be so entertaining all the time um but one thing that was just entertaining to me um he you know, he started using Tide laundry detergent, which, wow, every time I smelled Tide, I needed to ask the Holy Spirit for help, right? <laughs> I didn't get used to that. It's like, <laughs> right? Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Wow. That is a certain smell. Okay, so he every time he washed his clothes with Tide, the whole place, and he and he smelled strongly of Tide, right? Um, so I was just like, well, I love my son and Tide isn't a real thing. Right. So, uh, so, so I didn't bother him about it or anything. I didn't like, you know, but he, he'd constantly go, uh, you know, talk about how, uh, we just don't smell clean cause we don't use clean. Our stuff doesn't smell clean. Cause we don't use stuff like that. It smells basically smells perfumey to me. That's a smell of clean apparently. Um, so he gets a girlfriend and the girlfriend doesn't like Tide <laughs> mm. or synthetic aromas. She does not like synthetic aromas. So, so he comes back. My son comes back and he's like, how do I use essential oils in my laundry? <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is really fucking awesome. <laughs> this is really funny and awesome. I told him before he goes, he's, he was like telling me how I'm, you know, I raised him wrong. I've done it all wrong. I've been wrong all along. And I was like, okay, well, that's all right. And I go, and, and he's like, what? That's just all right. And I was, I was like, yeah, one day you'll see I'm right. And he's like, oh my God, that is so egoic. And I was like, well, maybe it is, but I just know that's the case. <laughs> so then he calls his sister and he goes, 
mom is the biggest freaking ego person ever. And you know what she just said? She just told me that I'm going to find out everything she says is right. And my daughter goes, you are. (laughs) That is going to (laughs) happen. So it's like I'm watching it one by one, one by one, one by one. The last holdout is going to be Braun because, you know, he's told me that, uh, that, okay, we'll just see. We'll just see how Braun turns out. Right. (laughs) And I was like, well, he looks pretty fucking happy right now. So (laughs) that should uh, be predicting the future. That's how it is. You know, it's like Braun doesn't live with any kind of, uh, any kind of shame or, or, uh, or, or troubles like that. You can tell he's real light in his energy. You know, if he does, it's all, it's not coming from, Hey, Braun, you didn't do this or you didn't do this. You didn't do this. I mean, he may be projecting some, uh, some kind of, uh, guilty thoughts on himself but he's not gonna have any help project perpetuating it because when we see him it's only just love there's no um demand there's no uh, uh there's no wish that he would do things differently or be different you know some people might go what's up with him because he seems so different he's not conditioned in the world he hasn't been conditioned in the world. I mean, he has had his. Um, he has definitely had his worldly experiences. It's just that he's not conditioned to be a student, to be a son, not even to be a son, uh, you know, to be. It's like it's like just. Be. Just naturally. Simply. Hungry, eat. I feel like researching that thing, you research that thing. Feel like going on a video game, you go on a video game. Okay. Got all kinds of interests, but it's like a matter of him getting to a certain point where eventually my son goes, Oh, you were right. That was awesome. And that's how it is. I thought I'd just see it like that. I'm not, and I'm not attached to it. I'm not saying it in an attached way. Like if he ever projects to me again, that I'm like, whatever I was at that point, apparently, because it's all coming from my mind. I use it in the same way. I don't get discouraged. That's the thing. Right. I mean, when I first started on this uh, way of seeing and, and and going, okay, I'm making a commitment. I'm making a commitment to see through this stuff. It was so thick because of the way I made everyone. You know, their consciousness was so thick with apparent hatred toward me, apparently. That it seemed to take years to get through that. Still, I just wouldn't get discouraged. I would just keep on. I would just notice how it felt to be aware in that moment. Listening for uh listening to my son for about an hour and a half probably. 
in what seemed to be a berating ceremony. What berating? That's where you just tell a person over and over again how fucked up they are. Yeah. Like how well, you know, you ruined everything. You did it like this. You could have done it like this. You should have done it like this. If you were a decent person, you would have done it like this. Just like keep on going. <laughs> it was good. It was a good one. And I was just and I and I I had so long to be of a time to be uh, to be in it. Um I just kept on relaxing more and more into it as there's this intense and I could feel the intensity. So the more I relax, the more I can sense the intensity basically that I'm projecting by propping him up as if he's the intense one. Right. So I still want to feel all of that intensity. I don't want to draw. I don't want to try to block it off. I felt all of the intensity and then I'm like, Oh, and then at the end of it, I said, Okay, is there anything else you want to tell me? Probably didn't last an hour and a half. Probably only lasted like five minutes, right? Probably just seemed like an hour and a half. I don't know. Uh, but didn't even happen. So, <laughs> right? There's that. So, um, okay. Are you done? Is there anything else you want to tell me? Not right now. Okay. I'm going to go to bed now. So I go to bed. Wake up in the morning and I'm feeling kind of intense. I'm feeling this intense energy. Almost like I almost like I'm just like holding that intense energy right on the surface. And Tony's like, You want to go on a hike? I'm like, yes. I go on a hike. I get out to the water and I just scream it out. And I just like my whole body gets into it. I'm screaming to the bottom of my cooch. Ah, out to the ocean, right? And then I come back home. And there's my son. And he's like, Mom, I am so sorry about the way I talked to you last night. You think I told him? That's okay, because you'll never do it again. <laughs> no, I told him it's okay. Nothing happened. It's all good. He's like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, it's all good. Nothing happened. Really? It's all good. It's all right. He's like, okay. And then he felt really relieved. So it's just like little by little. And, you know, that wasn't the end of it. That was definitely a, 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 like a turning point, right? Where it's like, oh, it's because it's where uh, like the people in your field, they can reflect back to you that same relaxation, right? And they can also reflect back to you gratitude for your extending peace, right? When it seemed like that would be a cause for something else, right? If a systemite or a Babylonian, you know, hears something like that, woke, that's not, you could be woke and still be, and still be into it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like if you're if you're a Babylonian or systemite mindset and your son is saying stuff like that, like that, it's like the end of the world for people. It's like, oh, oh it must be the best, worst mom ever. Oh. Right. It's like a such a difficult thing. But when you know that. Whatever they're they're sharing with you. 
is a gift. You can be thankful for the gift and use it in that way. So they start to recognize that. After over time, people start to recognize that. And they appreciate it. Because they don't have to be scared about how you're going to react to them. And that's the thing. People are scared about how you're going to react to them. So I, I, I want to use every one of those opportunities where it seems like there's a reason for me to be reacting to them. For me to demonstrate to them that they didn't even do that thing. It's given to myself. Oh, yeah, I feel so innocent. Right? Uh, don't you just feel so innocent when you extend innocence? Right. Ah, <laughs> uh, thanks for commenting, Ruby. I don't know where you are in the video, but <laughs> yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So people had some questions on my desire thing that I was that I was doing. I did a short eight minute thing for people. Um, those who thought that it was confusing. I mean, I guess it was a little bit wordy, but man, I don't know how to shorten it down besides explain it like a mofo on Wisdom Dialogues, which I've done a million times and I'll probably do a million more times. <laughs> Anyways, here's what it says. <laughs> Desire is an invitation to forget that your unsatisfied feeling is the result of deciding that you knew what you wanted. <laughs> Anne likes it. She got it. <laughs> People were trying to rewrite it for me and stuff. I was like, that's not quite it, but awesome. <laughs> yeah, you just like, you know, you repeat it a few times because, you know, it was really show being shown to me um through last week's purse porn. That was the name of it, purse porn. <laughs> and loves it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i get a visual of someone coming in the purse i don't know why but that's not really how i meant it <laughs> who came in the purse <laughs> right i know don't they just come so fast it's amazing it's amazing i know and then see, the thing is, we normally don't call them out because we're we're embarrassed that we had that visual, but that's not even about us. Right. I mean, almost almost my whole life, probably ever since I was like 10 years old, I have this vo voice in my head, like this fucking sexual horny voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't you want to fuck me? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, what is that? That's not me. <laughs> Eventually, I'm like, what is that voice? Because the whole time I thought it was me. I'm like, well, I'm a nasty little bitch. <laughs> it's like, actually, that wasn't even me. <laughs> that whole time. <laughs> and, you know, the voice, the voice calmed down. And just first, first of me just became really comical. I just heard it again the other day and it was like, just popped up, but it was just like, in such a comical way. 
it was like not even believable at all. It's like that's not even like that's not what this is for, right? That's the ego's way. So you know, I learned early on. Maybe that that you can use to get what you want in the world right that that's how the ego looks at it the body's an object you can use to get what you want in the world right uh so in that it's like you imprison yourself in a body right because you don't want anything in the world the ego's like woo here's what it's all yours you can use it to get whatever you want. And then I'm going to fucking kill it at the end. Okay, deal, deal. You don't want anything here. <laughs> You're like, yeah, sounds like a good deal. That's better than oblivion right now. <laughs> I'll take oblivion later after I get a bunch of sex. zoom i was watching on facebook oh welcome to zoom ruby thank you for joining <laughs> but yeah this it's a trip man we're all dealing with this weird weird stuff okay there's a voice whatever it is for you i don't know but i'll tell you there's a major resistance to knowing it okay more of a resistance to saying it Right. I'll be standing in line. Not recently, but, you know, I've been standing in line before. I'll notice a guy who I think should be attracted, attracted to me. Basically, he's black and I got a big butt. Then I'm thinking. He wants to fuck me. Oh, and. <laughs> this, <laughs> and I'm looking at that. This is several years ago. Right. And I'm standing there and I'm looking at that. And I'm going. Is that even me? Like, what is that? It just seems like I'm standing there, mind my own business. And all of a sudden there's this whole fantasy. And there's a whole energy play. When when this is going on, this is mental, mental shit. It's energy, basically. So they can feel you. They don't have no idea that you're thinking those particular thoughts. Right. But this energy is like they can feel you. And it's like you're bringing something in. Look at I've always drawn molestation. Right. And, uh, and one of them, one of them recently was at a hotel in, in India, apparently. Right. It's so fun. And it's 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 reflect. It's a reflection of that. And it's like. The ego is so trying to cover it up that when 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 someone gets molested or they get the they can't really get molested, but they get the perception they're molested. Right. Get molesty vibes, let's say. They get disgusted apparently with that other person, but they're really disgusted with themselves because they hate the way they think they think. That's not them, them thinking. It's not you thinking. It's the ego's thoughts. Uh, all right. You, you hate the you hate the way the ego thinks because it's fucking stupid. It makes no sense. Right? And, and people and, and a lot of people think they want those thoughts. Like the, uh, oh yeah, I want to keep those thoughts. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't that a nice ask? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> even the even the song, slap it, flip it, rub it down. <laughs> Baby's got back, <laughs> right? It's like even the song to get set up like that, like to be in this kind of uh, kind of vibes. <laughs> Is that a gay one? No. Okay. <laughs> I wonder if they have gay ones. It's oh, just yeah. like, I got to start making stuff up. Okay, I don't have to make stuff up. They did no. it already. <laughs> Do they have gay with AIDS ones, though? I mean, we need to take it all away. They might. They might. <laughs> we need to take it all <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah. And it's, and it's as, and also as if this is a need. So it's a need. So it's for survival, right? Men need that. Here's one of the things I learned. Men need that. And if you provide it really well, then you're going to be taken care of in life. Right. And, and, you know, also, you know, the way I took it, especially being a, a, a young girl, I had to be the prettiest one because why would he want to fuck me if I wasn't the prettiest one? <laughs> so that was really hard because I seemed, didn't seem to be the prettiest one ever. <laughs> well, once in a while when I was at a party with older people. <laughs> I had a husband who was prettier than me. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> you're doomed. It was like you're doomed. You better be smart. <laughs> and then you know, and 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 then and then you know, there's also uh my friend Rory, you know, he shared with me that hey, you know, I would love to be in a monogamous relationship with a woman, but Every time I'm with a woman, it seems like a hotter or better one comes along. And I'm like, dude, that's your pattern. <laughs> that's what it is. It's just a pattern. It's just a habit. Right? Uh, uh, there's no, it, look at, look at, look at where it leads. You can see, you know, now my friend, you know, he's like pushing 50 or something like that. So he's like been through a couple cycles, right? Of this. All right, so, oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm into this chick. Yeah, she's my one and only. And then he fucking sees another one. He's like, oh, wait a second. And then he goes over there, and then he keeps on getting burned and burned and burned, and and then it's like, still no chick because a better one keeps on coming, right? So it's just like any pattern. You you're like you find yourself going through it again. It seems like, oh, yeah, I want to make a life with this chick. I want to stay with this chick. This is awesome. And then another one comes along and that same feeling, this one's better, right? Look, you don't know what you want. If you don't know what you want, deny meaning to those thoughts. You know, if you seem to have something that's manageable that you can learn with. I mean, look, if I just like would, would uh wandering eye, if I was looking for something better than what I have. I would just like jump on different things, imagining that they're better. They're not better, but 
jump on different, you know, exchanging, you know, of course in miracles talks about this too, exchanging bodies. So you don't have to learn. You don't have to go and you don't have to go deeper. You get triggered, you change bodies. You feel like this body isn't isn't enough, change bodies up. Right? Same thing with friends. You feel like that body isn't enough, just switch it out. Switch through. Because <laughs> that's what's uh, that's what's easeful for the ego. The ego would want you to uh, get in a new relationship where the whole thing can start over, where you have the infatuation, like, oh, yeah, it's a new relationship. I love them so much. And then you start to see your reflection again, and then you just run away from it, right? Just run away. It's not, um, it's like, it's not time for you to see that it's not time for you to go that deep, but, but you know, it's really, it's time when you're willing, that is totally up to you when you're willing to go, okay, fuck it. And you might, you know, when you find yourself apparently in a body that's like around 50 years old now, you might go, okay, you know what? Fuck it. This chick is manageable. I can hang out with her. I can use this relationship. Really, if you use the relationship, for seeing through your patterns and your mental trips, it's going to be a rewarding, loving, joyful relationship. Mm-hmm. It may not, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, said holy relationship. In uh, Course in Miracles, there's a term for it. It's called holy relationship. I have definitely seen that occur in my relationship. Uh, it it's it it has occurred. I don't know exactly when the moment was where it became. It seemed sort of like it was a gradual procession, but at some point, each of us decided to use it. For it wasn't something we decided together, out loud, but at some point, obviously, each of us decided in our own ways to use the relationship for healing. Okay. So that's what makes it a holy relationship. So now it's not this possessiveness where I've got this person and this is what they do in my life. And I keep them because this is what they do. Right. These expectations, all this kind of stuff. We have no reason to get mad at each other. Say that we know we have no reason to ever get angry with each other. Um, And if we do seem to feel angry with each other, we can even help each other to get released, released from it at this point. When we first started, it's like we couldn't almost like we couldn't reach each other's hand to hold each other's hand, but we wanted to, but we couldn't because we were too blind. We couldn't find it. Right. Now we did. It's like we did. It's like we joined hands in it and it's beautiful. It's the, it's the best, it's the best feeling ever. And I have a whole bunch of friends who are willing to use their relationships like that too. All of your relationships. Yes. Right. And you know, if you, if, if you go back to this, this world is a rule is a world. I rule with God. What I perceive as being unloving, an all-loving father, what I perceive as being unloving is some nonsense bullshit that I made up. 
It's like I'm believing and I'm I'm perceiving the manifestation, but I'm taking it as if it is true. And if it's true, it must be unloving because there's dying everywhere. It's a state of mind. The real world is a state of mind. That's in the course. Oh, say that again. In what state? Right. Is also a state of mind. Right. Right. So we're perceiving right now the effects of the choice we made for an unreal world. This is what we're perceiving. These are the effects of a choice we made for unreality. So as these effects are are playing out, we are either choosing reality. And so we're taking more effects away from it. Right. Or we're choosing to make that effect now have a cause outside of ourselves. And now it's projecting even more. So just notice. There's nothing to do about it, but really just notice and lean in with some willingness. The whole play is turning out exactly like you need it to be. I'm not, it's not, you know, it's not that, it's not that I'm not nervous about things because they know I'm going to, because I know they're going to turn out the way I think they should. I'm not nervous about things because I don't know how they should turn out. Yeah. And also, they will turn out according to what I need. Aloha, Brittany. Thank you for joining, my love. Such a sweetie. Oh, I love my wisdom dialogues, peeps. Thank you. Thanks, you guys. I appreciate you. It's amazing that uh, that uh, so many of you are willing to see that this world isn't real. I'm just overjoyed. I'm just feeling so blessed. Pretty much all the uh, all the people that I perceive, even going into a real estate office, it's like, when did they get so advanced? Right? There's really like a lot of a lot of understanding that's taken place in this. I don't know about the whole business world. I haven't been in the whole business world, but in this world where I get a perception, this thing has gotten advanced. There's um just just seems to be no need for anger or pressure or uh stress uh, more like a lot of the things that are talked about are ways to avoid those those things and encouragement to put a daily practice into your routine and stuff like that it's interesting to go into that world and and realize you know people are talking about their takeaways from one of the events that they had and several of the people said that one of the takeaways was that the people who were successful were people who exercised every day right and how hard it is to put an exercise thing into the day yeah into the daily routine right and i noticed wow i just get that every single day and it's not even like a routine just yeah it just occurs because I like it. 
It's like, and that's how the world is. It's like, it's always like, uh, it's like, oh, you like it and you're not trying to get it for yourself. Okay. It's just given to you again and again and again. I saw that with working out specifically yoga. When my son was born, when Braun was born, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to fit yoga into my day with a newborn baby who's not, who's a ta- attachment. I was doing a, what's called attachment parenting. That's where you sleep with your baby and you don't let them be without you. And they're young. So they're nursing. They're sleeping. You sleep with them. I said, okay, if I'm awake early enough to pop in a yoga video and I feel like I got the energy to do it and my baby's also not awake and doesn't need a nurse, I'll do yoga for as long as I can until there's some crying, right? I ended up getting yoga like four to six times a week. And, and, and whenever, and, and, you know, one of the, one of the things I, I said in this conversation I was having with myself is I'm not going to get upset if I miss any yoga. I'm not going to worry about my body. My body's going to be fine. I don't even mind what happens to it. At that point, I was just like over all of the body shaming and all that kind of stuff. I was kind of like, if it if it occurs it occurs and wouldn't you know it i found myself in great shape and i didn't have to be disciplined at all right and i always thought of myself as being a dif- disciplined person before that it always seemed like it was a challenge too to get my workout i had to fight for it right i had to really fight for it i'd be like okay you know what i'm going to get a workout in here I'm going to get it in there. <clears throat> Once it wasn't up to me anymore, it just occurred because I'd notice, you know, a lot of, a lot of something that they say in yoga is notice how you feel. I notice how I feel. I'm enjoying this. Now, if you're not enjoying it, then you got to be disciplined about it, don't you? Most people think that exercise is something that's not enjoyable. Well, here's the thing. It is exactly what you make it. And anything can be, so much stuff can be exercise. You guys wouldn't believe what I'm calling exercises these days. (laughs) I'm laying around on a block. Breathing slowly. No panting. Breathing slowly. Focusing on my breaths. Focusing on the pain point. Focusing on my tongue being on the roof of my mouth. Right. Focusing on my mouth and my smiling. Right. And you know what? It's a it's a it's a workout in the way I want it. I love it like this because it's a matter of focusing my mind over and over and over again. I love that. That's that's the part that really is like, ah, delicious. Put that together with some compression therapy. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Right. So if you think that, uh, that, you know, calling it exercise is interesting. I mean, um, that, that time, it's kind of like, like time where you're not focusing on your worldly desires, your real worldly attainments, right? Uh, you can hear from the spirit. This is, I didn't know this when I was a gym bunny. I used to be a gym bunny. I used to love to go to the gym and work out and lift weights and stuff like that. And I didn't realize it, but 
What I really liked about going to the gym was not lifting the weight so much. It was the quietness I got because I was counting reps. That was the, my break from the in the day. That was my break. Ah, uh, yeah. And it's like that's it, that's a thing. It is this constant inner dialogue. I mean, nowadays I just don't make the inner dialogue real, so it doesn't even mean a thing. Still, I like to spend time focused on just you know the breath the 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 tongue all these different things I, i'd rather spend time like that than spend time uh running around in the world right and then i and then what i also notice is i'm driven to run around in the world that's how it is that's how we're programmed and why are we driven to run around in the world well one is fear right one is fear there's no denying that if you don't get up and do something, what is going to happen? <laughs> right. Uh, and the other and, and the other read the reason for it is so that you can see through things. So there's nothing wrong with it running around in the world and making that space being just being willing to have some delight. Right. Be delighted. I saw a short video clip. Um, it was Polly Shore playing Richard Simmons. Did you see it? Okay. Okay. Polly Shore playing Richard Simmons. It was a little 10 minute video. I was like, Oh, I'm going to watch it. And, um, Polly Shore does not look like Richard Simmons. He still sounds like Polly Shore. I don't know how Richard Simmons sounded. Cause that was like in the seventies. I don't remember his voice, but, um, it was so, it was such a beautiful clip. His 10 minute clip. It was such just the sweetest thing. Um, there was a, a man and, you know, he was just overweight and he was working at this production company where Polly Shore was coming or Richard Simmons was coming to perform. And he was behind the scenes. Uh, people don't like, don't seem to like him. They don't, they seem to um, not even notice him too. So he's standing there and he's looking at this donut and the donut's like, oh, you know, it's like, and it's right next to the carrots where you can take a carrot or you could take a donut, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So he's looking at the donut and he's thinking in terms of, I really want that donut, but I'm going to eat the carrot. He takes the carrot, he's like crunching the carrot down. And then Richard Simmons slash Polly Shore is behind him and he goes, Are you going to eat that? And then he's like, What? And he's like, That donut, are you going to eat it? And Richard Simmons grabs it. And he eats, takes a bite of the donut. He's like, why are you looking at me like that? Do you think I don't eat donuts? And he's like, well, he's like talking about. And then so he sits him down and starts talking to him about, you know, how he gives himself a nice treat all the time. It's a lot different than being mean to himself and self-lamenting and sitting there just stuffing his face, not enjoying it. He's like, I'm enjoying this donut right now. This is a this is a, a an amazing uh, an amazing awesome moment for me, and it's relaxing. Something to that effect, you know. And I don't have to feel guilty about it or anything. And it was it's so good. You guys see it if you can. It's ten minutes long. It's really sweet. Um, and he leaves him a card and it says, "I think it said your personal jester," and you know because he's always joking around, always playing around, dancing around. You know, 
And, and, you know, that's what I mean. People look at exercise much in the same way as the fat dude on the sets looking at the donut, right? Right. They're choosing the carrot, right? Which is really choosing against yourself. It's choosing against joy, right? So it's like, it's, that's just a manifestation of that on the surface. What we see is a manifestation of something symbolic. It's like choosing that, you know, it, it, it's something dreadful, right? You have to make yourself do this thing. It's not something dreadful. It's actually, it's actually wonderful because you, because you do get a break from that stuff. Now, a lot of people like to, like to, uh, to uh, exercise in a way that buys into all the same bullshit, right? There's TVs in front of uh, stairmasters and stuff like that. That's why I've always been drawn to stuff where you have to count. I got to count reps. I don't have time for getting into the TV show. Right. And so, and, and like treadmill, I've done that here and there and stuff like that, where the TV is in front of you. It just wasn't really appealing. Right. I like to get into that whole zone. So there's, there's plenty of different, there's plenty of different ways. And yes, it does seem to be that, um, something that quote unquote, successful people do but it's just kind of like self-care right it's basically just like you know it's like it's like natural it's like you brushed your teeth today <laughs> right it's not, and and if it's and if, if it's something that doesn't appeal to you just think about what would appeal to me right now holy spirit what should i do it'll be shown to you maybe you just relax and breathe Maybe just relax and take some breath and then kind of see where that leads. Let curiosity lead you. I love you too, Natalie. Thank you, my darling. Aloha, Lori. Thank you for joining too. I love you. Yeah. So everything that you uh that that you are are in or engaged with, it doesn't matter what it is, a job, anything, um, something in uh, some kind of scenario, anything like that. It's meant to be fun. Because you're fun, you're you just are, um, as you naturally are. When you're not making yourself guilty or anything, when you're not identifying yourself as something, you're just naturally joyful being without any kind of identity at all. So anything that you seem to be doing can be imbued with joy, even if you don't like it. Let's say you're cleaning a toilet. Some people like this, some people don't. Let's say you don't like it and you especially don't like the smell of shit and piss while you're cleaning a toilet, right? You're noticing you're getting a, I've been through all this stuff. I know how it is, right? And it's like, I, here it is. I must be making a wrong interpretation. If I'm getting an idea that I shouldn't be here, I must be getting a wrong interpretation. People say that's like gaslighting yourself. But the thing is, you're not gaslightable. You know, you make that up so that you don't get gaslighted. So you don't know. You don't find out. Right. Basically, get gaslighted is tell the truth. Apparently. That's gaslighting. Uh, you know, of course, there's a way of telling the truth in a mean way. And mm -hmm. of course. Still, when you hear it, you don't need to make any distinction. Unless it's coming from you. You can tell when you're using truth as a, as a weapon. It feels a certain way when it comes out of you. That's the goddess telling you, hey, that's a little rough. Calm down. Stroke me lightly. 
Yay. <laughs> oh, yay. Thank you, Brittany. She said, Hawaii and you look beautiful today. It is gorgeous here. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it is amazing. My natural self-care is bike riding. That's what Cynthia does. Nice, Cynthia. That's really sweet. And, you know, the main thing besides what you seem to be doing with your body, there's not one thing that's better than another besides what you seem to be doing with your body. Are you letting your mind return to peace and silence? See, even thoughts that this is good for your body is denying what's true. I know it's See, here's another one. I know it's good for me to work out. No, it's not. That's not the point. It's not like that. You know, someone will be drinking an energy drink and they see me, they automatically think I got judgment about energy drinks, probably because I don't drink them. I don't know. And how do they even know I don't drink them? I don't think they ask me. They never know. I could go run around 7-Eleven and get an energy drink. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't, I've never drank one of those before, though, because it's just not appealing to me to get that jacked up, I guess. When Tony makes coffee, I get a shot of it. I get a little shot. And he's even making bulletproof. It even has the, the butter and stuff in it. I'm just needing a little shot. I definitely don't feel like I need an energy drink. But apparently, um, if I'm in the room and someone has an energy drink, they tend to feel like they're doing something wrong. I'm in the room. So the person goes, I know this isn't good for me. And I'm like, why are you looking at me? <laughs> Because I know that you, uh, I'm like, okay, but it's fine with me if you're having that energy drink. I'm sure it's not, it's, it's, it's not going to kill you. <laughs> you know, it didn't go as far as there isn't even an energy drink. <laughs> that might've been taking it a little bit too far in the office. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> you're fine in my eyes. Drink all the energy drinks you want. <laughs> Shit, I would probably be drinking a bunch of energy drinks too. Shit. People's got some schedules on their hands. But, you know, that's self-imposed. That's self-imposed. No one's asking you to get a to get a, a, a busy-ass schedule. No one's asking you to do that. If you get a busy-ass schedule, that's because you were dealing with that much fear that you needed a busy-ass schedule. You know who gets busy at schedules? Politicians. They're afraid that if they're not doing the thing they're going to do, someone else way worse than them is going to come up and rule the world. <laughs> you know who else does that? Self-important people, people who think they're important. So and, and I've been in that boat so many times where it seems like I have a bunch of stuff to do. In fact, just this past week, it seemed like I had a lot of shit going on. Uh, it seemed like I had one uh, customer closing. I had uh, something. Oh, I was doing Chaitin's offer. And then also there was something else. I forgot what it was at this point. Oh, that controversy thing, right? So all of a sudden it occurred to me and it came out of my mouth that, wow, I have a gang of shit going on right now. And Tony goes, you love it. That's your pattern. And I'm like, oh, shit. Isn't he right? That is right. That's my pattern. And you know what? Upon recognizing that, everything calmed right down. It's me making it as if I've got a gang of shit to do. It's not true. It's a pattern. It's a pattern I've been playing. That thing halted right there. It's just like, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you don't have a bunch of shit on your plate. 
You're making that up. That's a pattern that you play. That's self-importance. He didn't say all that. He was actually way gentler than me, than that with me. I feel like that what I just spoke right now is gentle. But a lot of the times hearing it through an ego's perspective coming from another person, it may be triggering. He's sensitive about that. It's so cute. Uh, If uh, Tony and I ever seem to split up or I pass away or something, go for that fucker. He's awesome. <laughs> go ahead, Jen. Go. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a Lena, too. He's like. <laughs> Go ahead, Kaimolino, flip him. <laughs> he's, he's so cute. I love you, Kaimolino. What was that flip it? You flip him. You flip him from straight to gay. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My cousin wanted to do that. I had this like flaming cousin. I mean, just the flaming type, right? And he's like, I I, I go up and, and Tony's out of the car. He's like stretching out. He's got like his leg up on the car and he's like doing a little stretch, right? And my cousin's like, mmm, hey. And I'm like, he's like, ooh, hope your husband is fucking hot. And I'm like, thanks. And he's like, you are lucky that you're my cousin because I would flip him so fast. And I was like, oh forget that cousin shit. Go over there and flip him right now. I want to see this. <laughs> He's like, I'm not going to do it because I know I'll flip him and I don't want to hurt you. And I'm like, I am not even afraid of him getting flipped. Like, if you do flip him, then I'll just be like, oh, thanks. Then I'm like single. <laughs> I just think it would be comical. <laughs> it's the whole, whole, whole game. Ah, uh, uh, Glenn said he's on. You're on that. All right, Glenn. <laughs> All right. Um, Lori. Lori said, but you get to see what they are saying within themselves as they drink the energy. Yes. Yes, exactly. You're right, Lori. Yeah, that that is true. You see that suffering. And like I said, I just noticed compassion just extending in these situations because, yeah, you do see, wow, that's suffering. That is suffering right there. I know I shouldn't be. I know I shouldn't be doing this, but I'm doing this. That is just a suffering thought, right? So, uh, so for me, I just noticed, you know, just extending compassion. It's just me. It's all just me. So I'm the one who gets that gift of compassion, right? I don't go into a story about how that person should do something different or think something different. I don't go into a story about how it's my job to teach that person. Self-importance, once again, just allowing compassion. Uh, Everything's going to play out as it needs to. So yay, everyone. We played out this wisdom dialogue session. Thank you for joining me. Visit MiracleBotanicals.com, where, by the way, we had an amazing sale. Um, People are loving our stuff, and we're getting lots of um, uh, super sweet, sweet interactions with people. I really appreciate it. 
and a whole bunch of people that I never even see or anything or know their names. They just come and shop and thank you. There was like 70 orders yesterday. Thank you. Yeah, Tony's working on getting them all out. Yeah, he's not he's not going to take too long either because he's good at it. <clears throat> Lori said, just watched a great movie called A Good Person, Morgan Morgan Freeman. So, so good. So good about suffering. Okay, great. Thank you, Lori. There's a movie recommendation from Lori. You see, it's such a benefit to watch Wisdom Dialogues and stay <laughs> to the end or listen to it. <laughs> Yay. Uh, Natalie says the ego is flippable as fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's a good one, Natalie. Yeah. And I always, I always noticed like those guys who were flippable, like my friend Rory, he's flippable, like for different chicks, not for dudes. Look at Kaimalino get excited. No, I'm just kidding. Kaimalino. I'm totally projecting that. <laughs> <laughs> right i know i love it <laughs> I, I just used whatever i can <laughs> all my friends love being roasted i roast myself and them <laughs> yeah just uh you know flippable as in flipping to a different chick right i would always notice that they had they had a certain vibe man and I would just pick up on it and I just would just like not date them or I'd go on one date with them and I'd like leave in the middle of the date or something. As soon as I'd see that they have certain eyes, they wander. They can't like focus on you and like get into you because they're wandering. They're looking for different things. They could There's a cer certain vibration like that. And then there's a, like a totally different like, uh, you know, like a, a guy like that is never even going to get into relationship with a person like me because the energy's off it doesn't mesh it doesn't interact right um i have before and that's how i got to know the energy and know what i didn't want right and it's just obvious it's like okay you can you can you can tell uh you can tell what you don't want i don't want that feeling that's not happening and so whenever i'd get around someone who would be in that uh, fine if they're friends but romantically, uh, they, they'd be in that way. I just couldn't get romantic with them. I wasn't mad at them. I just was like, yeah, you're friend material. <laughs> one night stand material, maybe. You know, if you're really hot, you might be one night stand material. <laughs> Lori, going to find the Richard Simmons video. Mahalo. Yay. I'm glad we could share fun videos together, Lori. I love you. And thanks for all that you all that you seem to be doing on on your uh on your on your Facebook and stuff like that. I love you. Yay. All right, everyone. Until next time, you can visit hopejohnson.org if you want. That's where all my recordings are. That's where you can get the link to join me on zoom if you don't normally join me on zoom okay and you can also donate there if you find this is uh helpful uh, effective and you would like to donate money through cash app i think it is i'm not sure but you can do it all right yay aloha and a hui ho mm -hmm.